0: To some, Hell is a Friday night in Wigan when you've realised you've missed the last bus home. To others, it's being sat next to a vegan at an all-you-can-eat buffet. But to wrestling fans, Hell comes within a relentless, unforgiving steel structure and we love to bask in its sin, so much so that once a year we gather for an event named after it. This is the Hell in a Cell Prediction Special with just two members this time of the CPR podcast, your legion of dumb, if you will. I am Road Warrior Dork, and over
1: across the pond is Road Warrior Mammal, the lovely (laughs) Luke from Warrington. Hello, Luke from Warrington here, and I am quite sure that Eva Marie is the greatest troll in all of wrestling. She has the internet community, including myself, in the palm of her hand. It's it's a good shout
0: it's a very good shout only one thing left for it play that funky music white boy oh for god's sake what happened no, just I just know what we're going to
1: talk about first. How was the last event for you? Not what great.
0: Rest- <laughs> Not great. I won't lie. Uh, but you know, hey, let's let's address the elephant in the room. Much like Liverpool Football Club, it's Luke with a little asterisk next next to his name. You know, it's you might be two nil up in the predictions, but let's face it. Last time round, there was a, it was a te- on a technicality, like. You know, you won. You won on a technicality because you kept me talking. You distracted me. I ran out of time, which, as we know, we stick to a a, um, a sixty sixty minute time limit on the predictions. So, you know, if you if you want to play it like that, if you want if you want to cheat to win, you all your way to that to that stake.
1: Are you, are you mad that are you mad that I used your your tactics against you? <sighs> so expertly. So just to, for, for people who don't know what we're on about, the predictions technically, technically ended 5-5 after WrestleMania Backlash. But because we do have this 60-minute time rule, Ant here did not get the Roman Reigns prediction in on time. Therefore, it did not count. Thus, giving old Lukey here a 5-4 victory and taking it 2-0 for the series. It's like when somebody brings out a table in a
0: match sets it up in the corner, and you know full well they're the person to go through it. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> That's what happened. <sighs> oh, it was a good uh, feeling. It was a good feeling. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is, why, this is why I'm nervous now. We need, you know, as, as chaotic as it got at Mania, we, we need a Marley, we need a Wes, we need somebody with sense, we need a grown-up to, uh, to timekeep, because I, I get nervous that you're going to take advantage you know with me
1: being the younger the younger of the two <laughs> we'll see how uh, it goes this might be a, a hell of a podcast without someone to to mediate it, it we'll try be. our best
0: we'll we'll try our best we'll try our best but overall as we discussed in the um in the results show i loved wrestlemania backlash i was apprehensive going into it but it turned out to be the best show of the year for me at the time, so far. Mm-hmm. I'm a little apprehensive going into Hell in a Cell. Hopefully, I get the same result. The
1: I yeah, I thought Backlash was it. It was a fun event, and do you know what it did? It it um it it really brought out um it it brought out the 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 negative side of the internet wrestling community. You know, the ones who just you know that before the event has even started, that the, the, the predisposed agenda is, I'm going to shit on this event. Uh, I'm thinking specifically about The, the Miz and him getting uh, eaten by zombies and that whole match slash movie promotion. Like, if you can't look at that and just relax a bit and suspend your disbelief for a minute and just see what the, the fun of it, then, I don't know, maybe this isn't the show for you especially over the
0: last the last fourteen months or so, it's been clear that there's there's kind of this divide across people who watch wrestling so now you get you yeah, get wrestling fans, people that just like just like to watch it no matter what brand it is no matter what you know what business it is you they just love the art form they love to watch wrestling then you get fans of particular particular places particular you know um territories and that kind of thing you get your WWE fans you get your AEW fans and again they they just want the product that they watch to be good but then you get people who would rather another business fail than they succeed so you get AEW fans that would rather see WWE fail than see AEW succeed and vice mm-hmm. versa as well. You know, you get WWE fans that want AEW just to, just to fall flat. And yep. it's like, oh, it's just, it's it, it's fully fallen down that well of, you know, just social media garbage fest. It's like, you know, you, you only have to look at the hashtag wrestling community, you know, uh, yep. tag on, on Twitter just to see people making bold claims like Carmella is the greatest wrestler in the world just looking for a bite you know bullshit like that it's just so boring like (laughs) let let people like what they want to like and enjoy what you enjoy and the more competition there is the better it is for everyone because in theory the content just gets better at the moment that's not necessarily the case but once we start getting back into in front of live crowds again you know, people will people will start voting with the the ticket buying again and and being vocal at shows and and hopefully that, you know, hopefully we we get back to the promised land of you know, the good old days or, or the new days. Anyway, I don't think I'll ever be like the um the Monday night wars just because there's, there's there's so much more available. There's so much more available. Like you know, if if ever I'm bored, I can just dial into New Japan for a little bit. You know, if I want something ridiculous, I can go to Impact. You know, yeah. if I if I want if I want the blood and the carnage and the fifty thousand super kicks and four a false finishes, I'll go to AEW. And then if I want, you know, what WWE offer, I'll I'll go there. It's, there's something for everybody. Um Just don't ruin your day by starting arguments online. I don't know how I got onto this rant. But um, yeah, it's it's the world of wrestling at the moment. It's yeah, interesting. and it's
1: not it's not a big deal. You have a plethora of options. It's it's weird. Like we we, we started this we started the CPR because we wanted to revive our love of wrestling and maybe uh, revive yours too if it needs reviving. But part of having this, this podcast is we have to spend a bit of time on social media. And that's not something I, uh, it's not one of my favorite activities to do. It's uh, such a I, dark place. I know. I, I, do you know what I need to do with that? I need to just go on, go on to our Instagrams uh, and our, our Twitters at the underscore cheap underscore pop. And I just need to like, like post it and put the phone down. But you, you, you know, you end up getting sucked in. You want to see what the community's actually saying. Uh, and maybe you can, um, maybe you can get different perspectives on what people think. But, I mean, it is bloody social media in the end of the day. So, uh, so it's going to be a cesspool of this is my opinion, and if you don't like my opinion, then you're wrong. It's it's a lot of a lot of people with that kind of mentality. But yeah, it I like it
0: thi- I like this thing, and you liking that thing means that I'm wrong. It doesn't believe it or not, it doesn't. Yeah, it's it's the stands the, the stands thing blows my mind, um, especially because they they've clearly never listened to the song. They clearly don't understand what the, what that song is about. It's not something to be
1: proud of. <laughs> I know, right? Hey, right. Go, going into the event, how are you feeling about the the general build up? Uh, how um, much wrestling have you
0: watched this month? I've I've watched so much wrestling. Um, it's especially because obviously we do the fantasy faction as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm still committed to sitting down and watching Raw every week, which is painful at times. There are some things which are great, which I'll get onto, but it's just so painful. Bad. It's it's kind of the week's a roller coaster. You start off with a massive low with Raw. All Mm. of a sudden NXT picks you right up. NXT UK is great, but it's just missing. It's missing the crowd. Like Yeah. One of the biggest things about the UK scene is is the crowd. That's one of the things that I took from the last takeover was just whoever those 300 people in Florida were never invite them back (laughs) because like if you if you had 300 Brits in that building you'd know about it like there would be noise all the way through that show um such a shame so yeah that's that's kind of in a weird place at the minute although the action is great um and then Smackdown finishes you off um and it, it feels great it's I'm I'm struggling with with the build up still before these events. They're not it, overall. It doesn't really feel like they're getting it right, and then they take off. Possibly again, the biggest match of the show. They take yeah. it off, um, yeah. which I mean, we'll see if anything comes of that. But Roman, your number one guy, not being on on the event seems the a paper. little strange.
1: It um, yeah, I I watched that match. Last night, um, and as, as the match transpired, so obviously I'm trying to think of, you know, why they would take it off the pay-per-view. Obviously, there's, there's thinking behind it if you're going to take Roman Reigns off of a pay-per-view. Uh, as, as the match transpired, it seemed more obvious to me that this match wasn't, um, wasn't built enough for, to have a pay-per-view. This the the whole Roman Mysterios and Usos thing at the minute Um is not it's it it's still progressing. It's it's still it still needs a little bit more work in order to really come to like like a big culmination. I think if you'd have put this match as it turned out as the match what am I trying to say? Let me start again. <laughs> Rewind a bit there, Luke.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: the 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 match itself was it, it was a standard Hell in the Cell. Like it was, uh, it, it was good. It had a lot of action, a lot of weapons involved. Ray Mysterio got the upper hand and was, was really, you know, presenting himself like this just outraged father who wanted, who wanted, um, who wanted revenge on Roman Reigns, and he and he gave him a, a beating. Ultimately, the uh, the, the size difference came into play, and and Roman joked out Ray at the end of the show. Now, I, I at the end of that, I thought. Would I have wanted to see that in the main event on a Hell in a Cell card? Um, and the answer is no, really, because it would have underwhelmed, I think, the pay-per-view card. Putting it on SmackDown, um, putting it on a midweek TV show, sort of elevated elevated the episode itself. Um, and made you... So at, at the end of the show, it kind of gave you the impression that this story w- was going to you know, still progress. We had Jimmy Uso come out and raise Roman's hand and say, okay, I'm uh, I'm on board now. Um, I'm, I'm in the family. Jay wasn't there. Jay's conspicuously missing, which is another element of the whole story. But um, it, yeah, I think it was the right move to put this on SmackDown and take focus, rather give focus back to, to some of the other matches that are on the Hell in a Cell card that haven't really necessarily been built well but need need to be uh need a spotlight away from think, roman do
0: you think the decision
1: the decision to move it
0: was a we need to get a boost and stop people switching over to
1: AEW because that's still on Fridays at the moment right yeah yeah probably uh, i think there are multiple elements to it um obviously they're not going to admit it but AEW having a show on friday um, is going is going to put eyes on them uh, 2 days before a pay-per-view not a good business move to have um you know a standard build up go home show so mm-hmm. a little bit of that too yeah i'm not quite sure why AEW are trying to uh, are trying to compete with Roman and Friday nights i think they might be getting a little bit ahead of themselves there i'm not sure why they why they're going on Fridays is it something to do with the football or Oh, is it a scheduling. But
0: I think maybe, yeah. Um, I feel oh, okay. like it's because they're still pre recorded aren't they? AEW. It's, it's pre-recorded, uh, I think. Um, okay. but who who knows? Who knows what these billionaires yeah, that, 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 are thinking? That's
1: a that's a plausible reason that they that they move the cell match to. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll
0: get into the individual matches, I guess, as, as we go through. But yeah, the WWE build-ups are still relatively weak in some cases, diabolical. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so far this year, even with poor build-ups, I've been pleasantly surprised when it's come to the actual events themselves. So, you know, clearly they're saving things for the the big shows at the moment.
1: Yeah. Um, Another little thing on SmackDown we've got. So, lately, there's been talk of, of King of the Ring returning, obviously, when Nakamura took Corbin's crown a few weeks ago. Uh, we thought we might get the return of, of King of the Ring again, a nice little tawny going, Um Xavier Woods on Twitter is even campaigning for it, which which is awesome. You know that yep. could be his. I think I think Xavier Woods, if he were to win the King of the Ring, that could be his his um, his crowning moment. Mm-hmm. I don't you know I don't necessarily see him as winning the the WWE Championship in in circumstances like Kofi would uh obviously e is 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 going to get a world title reign at some point but but woods being king of the ring like that's that's just the right lane i think for him we've but... seen as well in his single
0: he's had a couple of singles matches recently especially like obviously the, the match they had with riddle um he is you know kofi's kofi's the agility in that team obviously e w- was the strength yeah woods woods is a great balance of the two you know yeah, he, he brings both to that party um yep. and he's also you forget he's such a good just wrestler you know matt wrestling um he he's phenomenal so yeah I, I i mean it's ridiculous that he's not had uh intercontinental u.s run mm-hmm. recently um but even yeah absolutely you know he should be he should be at the very least getting to the final uh yeah. Well, I'd I'd love to see Woods.
1: King Woods. All hail King Woods. Now that's if they see saying all that, that's if they even do it. Um I found it a little bit surprising. So so WWE on Fox's Twitter this week, they were even doing a poll saying like, um I think would you like to see the return of King of the Ring or whatever? But then you get to SmackDown last night and the show opens with tonight there's gonna be not a King of the Ring tournament, but a battle for the crown, um, which... See, they did the match, right? And, and Nakamura won. And then they had a crowning moment on stage as if he'd won the King... Like, as if he'd won the King of the Ring. They had the big uh, they had the big chair. <laughs> it was actually hilarious. He sits down in this king's throne with his crown and then he's got his guitar player in the background. <laughs> um, so it was, a, it, it was a great inauguration. Um... So, I'm hope I'm hoping that this isn't um, this isn't the the end of this this king this king thing. And I don't know, maybe we'll see the crown be be posed as a championship, and then Nakamura will defend his crown. But I don't know. I would like to n- not see them overcomplicate this and just and get it in a big tournament. Maybe a few more people over the next coming weeks can be like, I want this crown, I want this crown, and then finally. Sonia Deville steps in and says, come on, no, let's just put all this into a tournament. And um, hopefully that's where it goes. But
0: Yeah, I mean, there might well just be feeling out for if people want it or not. You know, and, and if you tease mm-hmm. it, certainly post SummerSlam, give us give us a tournament. You know, yeah. once, once you're getting back out in front of the crowds, what better way to start to fill some stadiums than introducing the tournament, Give you know, getting yeah. your getting your most talented names people that are over but
1: getting them into some match types um and give people something to do that's um yeah they're gonna need a plan for these live events now they can't just um they can't just rest on the fact that oh fans are going to be so excited to get to be in arenas again and that'll get us through it's like no you like got to give us a show um I, i was reading on twitter i forget the source might be total bullshit but the, the the thinking backstage is that they need um like like themed shows when they go back on the road for live events you know much like NXT do um like a, a random Tuesday Great American Bash like that that yeah. adds that adds a theme to the show you know what I mean mm-hmm. without necessarily making it uh and like over overly marketing it into a pay per view um it's you know you can do that on your weekly shows that's what makes your shows better. Uh, I know. I know. Monday Night Raw certainly needs some of that, but um, yeah, but, but maybe then if we'll you the
0: if, if you have if you have decent storytelling, people will turn up to the house shows anyway because they want to see well, those people. go we know go at not it, happen, is it? Whether it's on the events or not, maybe there's just a little idea for you.
1: Maybe decent storytelling. Do you know what company we're talking about?
0: Maybe just do your fucking jobs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe they are. Maybe that's just the. Ex- this is the extent of their abilities
0: yeah i do i do feel i do feel for him um because i'm sure i'm sure there's people suggesting very good ideas and there's just certain people getting in the way of those
1: of those great ideas um, C- certain people certain people At The very tippy top of a, a company quite possibly who knows
0: who knows um, so, before we jump into our predictions for, for Hell in a Cell and talk about the people that are on the card, why not have a little quick chat about those that aren't? And specifically for this one, um, obviously, you know, this is this is the the section that we love to call uh, who's in catering. Um, let's talk about who's not in catering because we, obviously, Wes and Marley talked about it on the uh, NXT In Your House podcast, but... There's been a few releases since we last spoke. Oh, God, yeah. Shit. I mean, the, um, fact that, the fact that at the last event you had... Do you
1: have the list there? We can run through them real quick.
0: Yeah, yeah. The fact that at the last event, you had Braun Strowman in a triple th- threat for the title. Yeah. And not being funny, a, it was a great match. Mm-hmm. It was the best triple threat. I've seen in a long time. But Braun really put a shift in as well. Like the guy, the guy launched himself off the apron. Um, He, he took a Michinoku driver off, off Drew. Like he, you know,
1: he was on, he was on form. And then. That's so wild to, to, to say Drew McIntyre gave Braun Strowman a Michinoku driver. Just ridiculous. Amazing. Um, yeah, Braun. It's it's um, it's got to be it's it's got to be money and contract, hasn't it? This the we're we're feeling. I think we're feeling the effects of um or, or the the aftershocks of of the pandemic and yeah, the, the the aftershocks of this pandemic. Obviously, there's there's financial um implications of it. WWE being a very very capitalist company, like won't even mention another company because another dollar for someone else is is a Dollar away from us so you hear about braun strowman's contract you know over a mil a year i mean come on this, this this is a company that released brock lesnar during the pandemic because as a as a business move why would you pay that much money for a guy like braun strowman who yeah he's he, he's he's great and you want him on your roster but if you're if you're thinking budget is is Braun Strowman making enough waves to justify his price tag at this current moment in time? And unfortunately, probably not. I, you know, I I do expect Braun Strowman to be back at some point. Um, yeah. I don't think I don't think they just you know shit-canned him on Twitter and didn't tell him. I th- I maybe there was probably a conversation there. Um. Probably not i i i expect I expect braun back at some point. I don't think he'll go and wrestle anywhere else um yeah I don't not the last time we've seen him i don't think i'd i'd be
0: surprised I'd be surprised to see him elsewhere um you know it wouldn't surprise me to see him start appearing in a few shows or films you know to to start putting himself about you know in in other areas, but you know they're about to get back out on the road. there's about to be a lot more bills to pay also just because they've cut some people doesn't mean that they've not like they've stopped recruiting you know they're still having tryouts they're still trying to drive people into the performance center mm-hmm. and you know grow their own so to speak um so yeah it's just weird when you think when you look at the names that were released so let's go through the list quickly um and then we will get onto the the predictions but so you had Alistair Black who had just debuted a new character, a new story. Like he just made his return. Mm -hmm. A a frigging compelling story as well. Like a lot of time and effort had gone into those, those videos, that package. Um, a lot of thought had clearly gone into it. You know, it it wasn't like he was just coming in and then running over a couple of lower guys. Like he just cost Biggie, uh, the Intercontinental Championship. Um, on SmackDown. So, again, a big, big name who apparently they were really high on just released. Lana. Weird. Yeah, Lana, who'd put, again, over the last 12 months, had just clearly knew she was being dealt a shit sandwich, so she put everything in. She'd improved exponentially, like, she was doing everything right, you know, as far as she could, but dropped. Murphy, oh my god, what a waste! Like, never saw him in a bad match, never. Like, like what the fuck was that? Just, um, I mean, I would, I would. I'm fascinated
1: him, to know the reasons.
0: Him and Black could just have a, have a, just wrestle each other every week for a year, and I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd just, I would watch it. Um, absolutely ridiculous. Ruby Riot, just. You've Got rid of all right, you know, she's not one of the four horsemen, she deserves to have had a title run by now. You know, mm-hmm. we saw what she was capable of in NXT. People that knew her from the indies knew exactly what she was capable of there. Um, again, super well thought of backstage, but and, mm-hmm. and just, just solid, like dependable, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, really dependable worker gone, and then Santana Garrett. Who apparently they they put again loads of effort into. She was about to debut on the next SmackDown. She was about to step up from the performance center from NXT, and then weird gets, get gets a phone call, gets a text saying that you're out. What's all that about? See, that's
1: that's that, that, that this stuff confuses me because again, like we talk about, um, like the mentality of uh the machine of WWE and how. If you're putting this, this much investment into characters, especially Alistair Black, and then you just end up releasing them, then like that's bad investment, and it surprises me yep. that that a, a person like Vince McMahon would would um, would not would not see see the basics of of investment that way. You you put you put all this effort into the character, and you don't get the payoff. You're operating at a loss there, it's, so
0: it's incredibly short-sighted um which which then lends some authenticity to the rumors of maybe preparing for a sell you know there's there's been rumors that they're obviously yeah you, you know sometimes in the old corporate world before you sell your business you trim some of the fat um to to maximize profit when you do sell you know some of these were long term, you know, pretty lucrative contracts, although do you know what I mean? Like obviously Strowman was one of the higher paid, but Alistair Black, Lana Murphy, Ruby Wright and Santana Garrick weren't on you're not telling me they were on that much money.
1: No. Compared um, to the rest of the roster. Yeah, it's it's a weird one and and I mean, Lana said she's gonna spill spill the beans there, so we'll we'll see what comes out of that. Alistair Black's sorry, Tommy End has been very uh has been very humble about it all um which is, is great to see it's good attitude um and obviously he's gonna people are talking about um like people backstage uh pushing to bring him back yeah um I don't think he'll go back i don't think it'd be at this point him being out the out the door it's it's like if they give you a call if you're him. Like you're not going back, I don't think, because he's, he's he's now he's got the opportunity to to wrestle all these uh, all these people in AEW and New Japan and elsewhere, and and just to hear him talk about how Alistair Black character just had a slow death. It doesn't seem like the guy who's going to intentionally, you know, put himself back into all that bad energy again. Now that now that. He's got the the advantage of hindsight and he knows what it's like there. Yeah. The only know, the, so. on, the only way he's
0: going back is if he has guarantees on That ain't gonna happen. Ownership of leverage. If, no, ownership of his creative on well, I mean, he does have leverage and if if they go back to him, he's got leverage. But it's it's whether or not whether or not they're willing to willing to bend to that. They're clearly fit like I I I can't believe that he wasn't that well thought of backstage. And I imagine Vince definitely loved his look and knew there was potential there. He's definitely, you know, the one with all the power now because if they go back to him, it's like, yeah, sure, I'll come back, but more money. And I get to decide on my creative. And here's some points that I want to hit. You know, here's some belts that I want to have. Here's, you know, some boxes you need to tick. Because, I mean, he'd walk into any other business, any other company, Um and, and do the things that he wants to do. He's a, he, he's clearly already enjoying resurrecting the Tommy End. Tommy End character. Um, so good luck to him. I just hope that if he does go back, he he gets what he needs from it. And he does things does things the way he wants, as opposed to just being shat on from a great height again. Or, you know, thrown off the uh, the top of the head office. As he was
1: at Money in the Bank. Yeah, obviously the, the ideal scenario... If you're if you're a WWE fan and you're an to Black fan, is you want to see Alistair Black back in WWE. But if you're thinking about what you're going to get the most out of the man, Tommy End, uh, going around and having all these these matches you've been dreaming about for the last five years, I think the move. And you know, all you have to do is turn the channel. You just mm-hmm. have to, instead of typing WWE into YouTube, you could just type in New Japan and AEW, and you might see him there. So uh, he'll be great. He'll be all right. They'll all, they'll all be reek because they are
0: all incredibly talented people and they'll they'll probably get better deals. They'll probably, hopefully, enjoy their time more. Hopefully, they'll appreciate just how talented they are and um, we look forward to seeing them doing whatever they're doing, whatever that makes them happy.
1: Um, I suppose... Well, we've, we've, been, we've been going on a bit long, but... We have... I, f- I feel like I need to get into Piper Niven a little bit. Go on. I'm... I'll I'll try not to keep this too long because we, we, we're we going to... We'll get into the reason why we're here is the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view, but... um My thoughts about the Piper Niven-Eva Eve Marie stuff. At first reaction, I felt like they were going down a route of yet another sort of simple-minded, like, fat-shaming angle. I also felt a little bit uncomfortable with them changing a name to... Is it, is it Dowdrop? drop? Doodrop. Doodrop. Doodrop? So... This might be a little conspiratorial, but knowing WWE, like I think I do, with with their names and their little jabs, if you look up online, like... See, I might be bang out of order with this, but if you look at it, a, a dew drop, right? The The shape of a drop, yeah, okay, is it, it points to, like, a larger, larger person, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have a wrestling in blue, mm-hmm. which... Maybe there's a connection there. See, ad- the, the it reason I'm up, thinking it? of... See, it adds up, the conspiracy. If I was Sami Zayn right now. <laughs> so, but see, the, what one thing that stood out to me with this is Leon, Leon Ruff, right? Who's that name sound like to you? Another wrestler they used to have. Leo Rush. Leo Rush. Leo Rush, who left the company very controversially. The guy who... He, I mean, caused a stir backstage because he was, uh, I think one time he was asked to carry like bags and, and water bottles mm-hmm. and stuff. And, you know, he felt slighted. He felt uh, demeaned. And, and that was a big deal to him. So he he spoke up about it. Do we, do we not don't much, very much like people speaking up about those kinds of issues? So he leaves controversially. And then all of a sudden you have Leon Ruff, who I don't want to disrespect him because he is actually a, like a, a great worker. But naming him Leon Ruff and and presenting him as a joke in that Johnny Gargano feud, I felt that was a slight because WWE don't WWE are very careful with their names. They intentionally keep similar sounding names away from each other. Case in point, uh, heavy machinery, they were already in WWE and then you had war machine that came in. Yeah. So the, the so the talk was we can't have two machine so, they, they did Viking Raiders. So, they clearly do think about their names. Now, Leon Ruff and Leo Rush, like, that, that's not a coincidence. So, taking all that into account, um, I, w- I would love to be wrong about that. But, I don't know. That's just what it feels like. So, that's the conspiratory side of it. So that's one way to look at it. Okay. So, the match itself on Raw, uh, even though it defies all logic to uh, to job Naomi out so quickly... And that side of it it did do favors for Niven because at least it put her on a stage now the commentary of it was questionable because at least two of those commentators on Raw should know what Niven is all about Corey Graves and Byron Saxon right they, yep. they do Raw right now yeah Yep. so they they should know uh what she's all about so they've messed up in introducing her properly uh, this is a person who has had absolute bangers with the likes of Tony Storm Rhea Ripley Uh, More recently, Kaylee Ray Mm -hmm. for the NXT UK women's title. Now, it's not surprising to me that when Piper Niven was in NXT UK, you had the overwhelming majority of fans who showed their adoration for her because she's a fantastic talent. And by this point, she's been in the business for almost 10 years. And, you know, her her talent shows through in her work. Mm -hmm. But what you've got now is that you've got her in the United States of America where so much of society is obsessed with looks and will either judge her based on the fact that she's a larger person and call her horrible names, or you have the people on the other side of it who will look at her as, uh, as a victim. And because in America there's a lot of people who are very, very desperate to be seen as, as heroes, will automatically put her in a victim role in order to quote-unquote come to her rescue. Mm-hmm. So it feels a little bit like that too. Um, what else we got? <sighs> free, Luke. Freeze. He's got some notes. He's got some notes. <sighs> let me just let me align my chakras here. As someone who's who's lived in America for a while now, one thing, and if I'm wrong about this, then 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 fine. I'm always willing to put my my ideas up to scrutiny. But one thing that that sort of grosses me out about living here is is the obsession. With, with heroism and comeback stories so much so that I think the wrong people often get placed in these victim roles which, which overshadows victims of actual important movements and it's sort of ironic that we're recording this on Juneteenth where it, it's a day that we should be thinking about actual victims of actual atrocities. Piper Niven is no victim here whatsoever. And i think it's an insult to her work by placing her in this role she's a fucking badass who will blow your mind if you watch her matches now after processing it for a few days which included me listening to other podcasts perspectives on it um and and also like talking to my wife about it because i wanted to get a woman's perspective on this too so there's a few ways to look at this thing because obviously we're only like a week in one is that they're exploiting her weight on national television uh, and within a month, we'll probably make her look like a joke because we know the writers on Monday Night Raw aren't exactly on the ball. After the match against Naomi, she went to embrace Eva, and Eva didn't exactly look, you know, happy mm-hmm. about it. So that kind of, sort of made me think that we're going to have another quote-unquote pretty girl slash larger friend angle going on here. And that's just gross. Nobody wants mm-hmm. that. Two, the second point is, is Bully Ray touched on this on Busted Open. Um, this could be a way to get Piper Niven over Huge. Um, you know, you have a any any you know basic story as a print, uh, antagonist and protagonist. Now, Eva Marie has been trolling everyone expertly. Now, if Piper Niven uh, eventually uh, is the one to you know beat the shit out of Eva Marie, uh, that would get her over as one of the biggest baby faces of the year. If you can take the the negative energy that they're doing towards Eva and then uh, show Piper as like coming to the rescue of the internet wrestling community great the third is that uh you know Eva and Niven could very well have pitched this idea themselves because while now i don't want to minimize body shaming and i still i still know like i know it's a thing and it is somewhat still part of society maybe Eva Marie and Piper Niven uh requested that they bring this uh to to a stage and, mm-hmm. and that they could they can work, um, you know. They can work a story that that, that brings positive light uh, and and kind of comes down on body shaming. That would be fine too. If that's it, then then fine. I'll hold my hands up and say great because if that means a lot to them personally, awesome. Wrestlers having ownership of their own stories, no matter you know how you agree with it, is a step in the right direction. We want to get all the we, we want to get Vince's hands off of the stories a little bit. So, you know, if, if that is what they're, they're going for, Eva Marie and, and Niven themselves, then fair enough. But,
0: yeah, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
1: that was... <laughs> that probably didn't sound cohesive at all. Um,
0: so, but, so first off, if this is what you're going to do with Eva Marie, be- before we even touch on Piper Niven, this is what you're going to do with Eve Marie. You've spent so frigging long telling us that she's coming back. But not once has there been a hint of this was the character she was going to be. So you've been building her up as a face. For her to then come in straight away and do it this way, it just didn't feel like the right way to do it to me. There wasn't a crowd there to get that instant heat of, hold on, she's she's done us dirty here. So it didn't land because you didn't Mm. have... It doesn't work when you just push a button and you get the crappy sound effects. You needed for that debut to happen that way, the way they wanted it. You needed a live crowd. There wasn't one, so you needed a plan B. Mm. And the fact that they've not figured that out, or they just can't be asked after 14, 15 months, however long it's been, is still pretty shocking. So that was they've already brought it in wrong, and 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 the built it up for too long. You know, if you're going to build someone up, four weeks is the most you should do it. And it's been since WrestleMania, surely now that they've been they've been teasing are coming back, I think. So that's not a good start. However, what I will say is her coming out with so Niven coming out with Eva Marie didn't ring alarm bells for me straight away. If anything, I was excited because Niven looked badass and I thought, oh great, okay, so she'll be the muscle. And then she gets in the ring and I think even better, she's gonna have a match. A match and I didn't mind that like it does Naomi no favours. It makes Niven look strong, which is great. So she looked strong. She looked great. She looked like a badass. But then when she won, this is when it started to go downhill for me. Because she looked shocked. And she looked giddy. Mm. And all of a sudden, she became this idiot who was, like, super excited and giddy that she'd won. And she, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And she was doing all this thing where she was, like, touching her cheeks. Like, oh, I'm so surprised. And that's when I thought, shit vince has seen lady otis without being offensive like Mm -hmm. i love piping him in she's so much better than this they've just gone to the most basic simple wwe route of storytelling and character building for her yeah and it's only week one she's not even spoke yet the you know this is gonna go on for weeks i hope it gets better but i've just got this dreading me that she's going to be the big dumb girl and she's not going to understand why even Marie doesn't want to be a friend she's not going to understand why she's being mean to her she's not going to understand that she's being bullied and that kind of stuff and she's going to be this this dumb idiot who is all physicality and no brains until eventually slowly she starts to understand that hold on maybe she's not my friend Maybe she's a bad person and then eventually it fucking comes round and I just hate it because it's it is you're right, you know, it is demeaning. It it has no place now, I don't think. But but nope. not because yes. I'm getting old Justice Warrior just because it's just shit. It's just lazy. It's so lazy. It belongs yeah. in the eighties and you know, it's it it's not it's not good. It's it's just it it doesn't do anybody any favors, and it it feels. I like. just that that's when you know everything everything up until the the pinfall was great. You know it was it was fine. It was it was doing its job, but I I just got, and the the photo that they had together afterwards as well, were, you know again just Piper's look, her hair had the way it was. I just thought, ah, oh, this this stinks of classic McMahon you yeah. know storytelling and, and obviously you know the fact that it's with Eva Marie um doesn't help things but I just I, I really really hope that that they treat her with the dignity she deserves she yeah. gets she gets the storytelling that she she deserves and she ends up way on top with a belt um around her waist after yeah. this because she, she deserves it she's fucking great she's, yeah, she's I, entertaining I d- to watch in the ring she's an absolute beast and she's she she does a she does a great great job and she's an awesome character. Like again, she's one of those people that you only ever hear good stories about from other you know interviews with other other wrestlers and stuff. Yeah. Like just she, she deserves better to be treated you know, she, she deserves better than the just the this character. Right,
1: shall we get into Helena Cell?
0: Yes. So, hell in a cell. You know the rules, people. A 60-minute time limit. Don't worry, it's not going to take that long this time. (laughs) We each take our turns making predictions throughout the event. I take care of Raw. Luke takes care of SmackDown. It's Iron Man rules, so the most amount of correct predictions within the hour wins the round. However, if you don't make a prediction within the time limit, as we found out last time, the prediction doesn't count. Set your timers. The cage is lowering. The ticker ooh. is going. As the as the winner of the last round on a technicality. I'd just like to <laughs> mention that again. Just so that people don't start getting carried away. I believe it's only fair that the winner makes the first pick.
1: Okay then. Who ooh. ooh. To start the show off, so we've got two hell in the cell cu- uh matches here. We do, so, um, you've got to wonder where they're going to go. Obviously, the main event's going to be a hell in the cell, but do you do you start with a hell in the cell? Um, or do you put it in the middle of the card? Um, gosh, I don't know. Hang on, is Shayna and Alexa inside the cell? It's not, is it? No nope. bloody missed opportunity that. What the fuck? Um. Okay, let's go with let's go with Bianca and Bailey then. Um Good shout. Opening up yeah. the show. Bianca and Bailey to open up the show. So um SmackDown. So that'd be me. Um I'm sorry to say that this is another tepid feud. A tepid Bianca feud for me. Um I'm a massive Bianca Belair fan, but it, it much like the Sasha feud build up, which was about uh, which seemed a lot of Seemed like a lot of, you know, shit talking and slaps. This one again, it's it's a little bit of, you know, shit talking and and laughing in each other's faces, um, which uh as you know it's it I suppose it's entertaining to put Bailey's face on everything single Thunderdome screen. It's 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 a, it's a it's quite an image, it's entertaining, um, but um, it's 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 kind of you know we talk, we um. We touched on it a little bit earlier in in WWE's inability to 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 really really promote their shows, and I feel like this this feud uh, encompasses that because there's not been enough matches from either competitor to get us excited for it uh, these days. Yeah. Um. These days, fans are more appreciative of the in-ring work, uh, and that's what we get mostly excited for. We don't get excited for promos when. How how often do we go into a show and say, God, after what Bianca Belair said last night, I'm fucking looking forward to this match now. Like I, I don't think it really works that way anymore. And then WWE no. are not they're not realizing that promos don't get fans hyped. No, uh, uh, like th- they used to. I think as well. I think Bianca's she's
0: getting outshined by bigger personalities. Bailey has found her. You know her. Her kind of her, her her character more recently, obviously with her having such a phenomenal run over the last year as a is a great heel, but she is this now larger than life heel character. Sasha, you know, is is the boss. You know, she had the attitude. She's she's had the time to find her character. It feels like whoever's dealing with Bianca's, you know, character and helping her develop it just isn't doing a great job at the moment. I don't know. If she's in charge of her own promos or somebody else's, but there's just not enough personality there, so she, she's she's missing out. She, she's she's slipping behind because she's not she's not a compelling face to hear talk in the ring. Totally different story. She's mm-hmm. you know for me, you know that you're going to get quality from her, but you're starting from you know you're starting from standstill every match. Mm-hmm. You know every every rivalry she has. The only thing, you know, they could just say in four weeks time, we're having Bianca versus, um, you know, uh, Bailey, And then you don't see them for four weeks. It could just, you'd be in the same spot, which is a real shame because Bianca's got the potential. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, it's another NXT transition. They've not wanted her to be the character she was, but they don't know what they want her to be. So she's just in this no man's land at the moment, yeah. Uh, which
1: which is such a shame. Yeah, I, th- I think it it seems like they're going um, they're they're going away from the they're going away from the yeah. ba ba yeah. ba ba lee ba baracus. God, that Piper Niven stuff took <laughs> took away all my articulation <laughs> for the day. Right, start again. The so the, the Bianca we saw in in um, NXT, which was very very sort of. Sassy in your face, had a lot of attitude and could back it up. That is, uh, it seems like they're moving away from that now. Obviously, characters have mm-hmm. to have to progress and and find new dimensions, and uh, and and what they're doing right now with her uh, feels like they're going for a more inspirational image of of getting that hard work and dedicating to your craft and 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 you know coming out on top. As it as it translates to uh a wrestling character there's only so far fi- there's only so much you can do with that there's only there's only so many times you can say i'm i i'm overcoming the odds and i'm coming out on top and, uh, before it gets a bit stale which is sad which is horrible to say obviously that's a good like tenant of life is is put in your all work at your craft dedicate to it and you'll come out on top mm-hmm. it and i loved her promo last night she um I've heard this I've heard this saying before. It's um first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they hate you, then they fight you, then you win. It's a good good message to go off. It it, it basically says, do your own thing, work on your craft, fuck what they all say. Um if they want a challenge on it, you'll come out on top anyway, because you don't give a shit what they think. So that's that's great. It's it's how long she can sustain that. That being said, I think I think Bianca's going to come out on top in this one. um we 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 probably need to keep the women's title on her until we get Sasha returning and then maybe we can do a little bit of a a little bit of a redo uh, in in the storytelling of that. Um, that's not to say that the match at WrestleMania wasn't awesome because it was, but yeah, the the outcome I can see I can see Bailey uh, Bailey doing the favors for Bianca here. Um, they're going to have a great match. Because Bianca pretty much always does, and mm-hmm. Bailey always does too. Um but uh it would be very interesting to see Bianca who she goes up next. The 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 big match at SummerSlam's probably gonna be Sasha and then um and then who knows from then on, you know, maybe she can then delve into a, a uh, more of the women's roster. Maybe we get Naomi back in the picture. Um but yeah, Bianca for this one. I'm predicting. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think I'm going for Bianca as well.
0: Um, I think yeah, keep keep the belt on her until SummerSlam because uh, I think she, she she's a great she's a great pull. She is a great draw. Um, and then you know the rumors have been circulating. There was a uh, a bit of a a bit of a sneaky faux pas on the old SmackDown Superstars list in the week. Oh, uh, Becky Lynch. Appeared in there for a short time and then moved back onto Raw. And she was at the performance center. This Finally,
1: week. she's in my team. So, this is why uh, I made that draft.
0: So she was apparently backstage at SmackDown. You know, not expected to appear, but she's um, she's homing in. She's homing in. And, Come you on, know, Becky, let's go. When 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 Daddy Man comes home, she uh, she might be looking to take the belt off off old Bianca. And apparently, we're in for a lot of surprises at
1: SummerSlam. So who knows? But yeah, yeah I think it, it's it's Fox too. If it's Friday night Fox, they they are the A show now. Yeah, they're definitely. I mean, I'm not, and not that's not just opinion. That's like oh, yeah. clearly WWE yep. SmackDown is the A show now. Becky Lynch, Bianca, let's go. And, and she'll be on the same show as Rollins then as well, so
0: they can have the baby. You know, they can have Vince holding the baby backstage while they're out there doing the doing the
1: stuff. Uh, i would love to see rollins use baby as part of his angle just this like how fortunate and privileged this child must be to be a spawn of of, of, (laughs) a man like me they could do it (laughs) i think it'd be awesome
0: oh my god i can see it i can see it happening uh yeah definitely okay so we're both gone for bianca there Next right. so um, I think that's a good shout for an opening match as well. Um next up I'm gonna go Kevin Owen Sami Zayn. Again. I mean, not that I'm complaining, because again, these two can fight forever. They they know each other so well, they just it just works, it flows so easily, doesn't it? Um
1: but yeah, what's what's going on with these two still? So um so the tag for this match should be Owens, Zayn, C-L-X-X-V. And if for those of you who don't know your Roman numerals, that means 175, which is kind of what it feels like <laughs> with these two. Uh, um, so what's been going on? So the, this feud started uh, a few months ago uh, going into WrestleMania and has continued um, meshing along with the, the Big E and Apollo Crews feud for the IC title. Obviously I'm gonna watch anything with Sami Zayn um but it seems like at this point uh they are each other's default uh like go to guys like if 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 they haven't got much for them then it's sort of like we'll'll'll we'll, we'll plateau with 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 Zayn and Owens now yes each time they've gone against each other it 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 has had different dynamics, and the Sami Zayn we're seeing now is is like the best we've we've seen this 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 incarnation of Sami Zayn is um, this you know delusional conspiratory um, kind of guy. O- obviously, uh, lends itself to the feud. Kevin Owens has been sort of uh, like the, the I guess the, he's pretty much been the same the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been there, just a little more, I guess, softened up WWE style. With each week that passes by, yeah, Zayn seems more and more delusional, acting as if he's hard done by, which leads me to believe that they're probably going to go with a Kevin Owens win here. Even though Sami Zayn uh, could uh, could very much do with a win, I think he's best positioned when he uh, is he's you know he's, he's complaining about the system and how he's being treated. But um, yeah, in in terms of story, it's been—I don't know, really. No, it's not grabbed me. SmackDown usually does, but
0: yeah, I mean this particular one. Other people have kind of weaved in, haven't they? And you know, the your whole um, intercontinental, you know, that upper mid card have all kind of crossed paths fairly recently, and it kind of felt like maybe. These two would start to find other directions, and they've they ended up coming back together again, haven't they? Um, which I, again, you know, I just we've seen it loads of times before, but it's it's they still they still make something of it. It's still very very entertaining. Um, I feel like it's I feel like Zayn needs to get something though, so I'm going I'm going to go for Sammy on this one.
1: Ooh, differing. Okay, differing it, opinion. Um... You know, if it was to get a screw win, then then um, that might continue the feud a bit more. I, mean, I, I, was, I, was, I was watching SmackDown last night, and I was like, I'd really love to see them do that four-way again for the IC title. Oh, absolutely.
0: Like, there's not um, there's not been enough of that, to be fair. There's not been enough four or five ways, you know, four followers, especially amongst those, why you've got those people on the same card. Yeah. You know your your Apollos, your Biggies, Owens, Zayn. You know when they had them, Alistair and Murphy. Like you've got these people, so put them in together; they'll, they'll create absolute magic. But yeah, because I think next up after this is Money in the Bank as well in it, so you'd expect those two to be in that match. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, give the Zayn, give Zayn the win on this. Yeah. Those two end up doing a spot in the Money in the Bank match, which can then roll on to SummerSlam in a some sort of payoff, you know, false count anywhere or something to, just
1: something chaotic,
0: something to, to ruin Sa- both men. Sam,
1: Sami Zayn, money in the bank is best for business. I'm going to say that right now. Yes, absolutely. If I was to pick one right now, even though he's not in my fantasy faction squad, no one in my squad's going to win money in the bank. Sami Zayn, yeah. I would friggin' love that. It's a good shout. It's a good shout. But well, then who would he cash it in on? Well, God knows. Next up, who have you got? All right, third on the card. Oh, it's, I'm sorry to say it. Third on the card, though. Uh, I think we'll go... No, actually, we can't go with that because that would make it three Smackdowns in a row. Let's go for Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler. Ooh, very interesting. What's been happening there?
0: Is it interesting? Is it? I
1: don't know. I don't know. I don't watch Raw. Oh, oh
0: um, I don't watch RAW. It's thrust upon me. <laughs> it's against my will. I'm attacked by RAW every week. Um Raw, yeah, so...
1: raw waterboards
0: me. It does. That's it a... does. <laughs> it's waterboarding for my eyes. <laughs> my <laughs> eyes only. Um ah, this this whole thing is just a complete mess. I mean I tried I tried making notes, but it's just it's just depressing. Um you've had the whole thing with Reginald. So Shayna and Naya were tag champs. And then all of a sudden shenanigans started happening. Shayna started having a bit of a wobble. She tripped or a leg hurt or whatever it was mysteriously while Alexa was swinging about on the on the on the Titan Tron. And then fire started exploding everywhere. It looked like Reginald was gonna get incinerated. They Naya and Shayna then lost the belts, and then there was obviously all the promos and Alexa's playground, all that kind of stuff, and then we've just ended up here. Um, possibly one of the well, a, an ending to Raw that definitely divided fans. In so Alexa obviously has um, uh. What's the... I can't even remember what the bloody puppet's called. Lily. Lily, that's it. So, Alexa's got Lily. Puppet? Did you call her a puppet? Jesus. Yeah. you going to incur the wrath. Whatever. It's a an old sock. Um, <laughs> One of the fiend's old sock, crusty sock. She got it
1: out of Mick Foley's pants.
0: Oh, man alive. <laughs> uh, sock alive, even. Um, So, Lily talks to Alexa. She's clearly taken on the fiend persona mm-hmm. um with with everything that happened post wrestlemania um which ho- i you know hopefully Bray manages to get himself back onto tv soon cuz he is definitely missed but yeah the, there was all this weird stuff going on with Shayna and then it looked like Alexa and Lily were definitely homing in on a bad person that Lily really didn't like that person turned out to be Shayna Shayna then just casually walks down and joins Alexa on on the swings. They have a bit of a scuffle. Shayna ends up stomping on the puppet, then ends oh up running God. away round the back and just running like thinking, No, I no, the it's only a puppet and then locks herself in a room and then the puppet appears in a reflection in the mirror and it's all film like a bit of a horror film uh, but it's terrible. And Shane' is doing her best with the utter crap that they've served up with her Alexa's doing her absolute best with the utter crap that she's been given um but and then Naya has a revenge match for her partner against Alexa and loses and then it's just it's just not very good it's just not very good. It could have been so much better. I was really praying that when they were before they really revealed who she was going up against. Alexa, I was really hoping it was going to be Asuka because I could see some pretty fun stuff happening there. Yeah, I, I just, I just want to see Shayna fight. I just want to see Shayna fight. I want to see Alexa mm. fight. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy to accept this character that she's got and this. She had this kind of unique kind of movement style, which was quite cool. It was different. I quite enjoyed that. And at the beginning of the night match and stuff, and Alexa's capable of that. I just want to see Shayna fight. She's a fighter. She kicks the shit out of people. She used to do it for a living, properly, yeah. professionally. Mm-hmm. I just want to yeah. see her fight. I want to see her have some gold and be a machine, be dominant. That's what she's great at. Um, yeah. I God knows what's going to happen in this match. I'm gonna say Alexa, but okay. uh, I I don't even I don't know where this goes. I don't know where I want it to go.
1: The the issue with the likes of uh, Shayna Baszler and and the Matt Riddles of the world is obviously we we know when uh, when people with MMA chops come into the pro wrestling world, um, and I and I've said this too is like, yeah, I can't wait till Matt Riddle starts kneeing everyone's head off, and I can't wait till Shayna Baszler chokes everyone out, uh, you know, as she did at that Elimination Chamber last year, but. If you're if you're the decision maker, at Vince McMahon, and it and and you're running a sports entertainment company, um, how much do you want to? How much do you want to? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, how much do you want to degrade the 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 business of pro wrestling and sports entertainment by by putting this image out there that? the MMA fighters can just come in and and expose um you know your pro wrestlers that's what I I I sometimes mm-hmm. uh this is how I try and rationalize the fact that Shayna Baszler loses all the time it's like there's got to be a reason yeah. and 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 to me it points to the fact that you for for, for in order for for Riddle uh and Shayna to survive in that company you have to but you you you've 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 got to get them in into more pro wrestling characters, and and you know perhaps this is an introduction for Shayna Baszler, you know to get her a little bit away from the oh I'm all reality and and putting her in a, in a bit of a in a bit of a story with 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 Riddle they've they've you know they teamed in with with Orton and they they gave him the you know goofy goofy stoner gimmick, which. He's 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 playing it very well. well
0: um, he's 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 just playing himself. <laughs> yeah. He's he's not it's not a stretch. The thing is you can you don't have to do, you don't have to do that with everyone. You have your characters. You can also have your you know you you straight people, you're just fighters. You can have your Ken Shamrocks and your Steve Blackmans. You can have your Shayna Baslers, you know, your Brock Lesnar's do you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to if if that's what someone is phenomenal at, why change it? That's where the money is with that person. So just embrace it.
1: Do you think do you think they they cut raw underground too quick? Do you think there could have been potential here for these like that could have been a nice I felt like that was kind of a nice middle ground for someone like Sheena. Um I just I
0: don't know how I felt about Raw Underground, to be honest. I've, I mean, they, they could have cut it before it even started, and that probably wouldn't have been soon enough. Still, um, a, a
1: good a good indication. And I'm I'm going to go b- back and watch. Um, I say go back. I'm going to go and watch AEW. So I only saw a brief clips of this, but they had um, Jake Hager and uh, Wardlow. Is, is that you pronounce yep. it? They had um, a quote-unquote MMA-type match, and uh, it wasn't a real fight, obviously, because you've got to get, like, licensing commissions for that, but yeah. they they set it up like an octagon, and they were doing lots of, like, wrestling takedowns, but they were also sort of mixing in Hurricane hurricanranas in there, and, and it was weird, because they went for punches, and you knew that they, they were pro-wrestling punches, like, they weren't... They weren't savage cage fighters going after each other, but it was—it was sort of like a. It had potential to to cross over the two worlds. So I I, I would. I, I want to watch that match in full to see if you know there's really some potential there to do that because it was a very interesting move for AEW to make. And I think it was a good. Uh, a, a good attempt to try and uh, to try and mesh the two worlds together.
0: Yeah, well they did the. I
1: suppose. In a roundabout way, they
0: did. They did the fight pit, didn't they, with Um, Champer and that was it. Champer and Thatcher on yeah. NXT a bit ago. Like, I just, I mean, yeah, it's fine, but you you don't you don't have to bring the octagon into into wrestling either. Do you know what I mean, like, don't don't try and pre- don't try and deceive us and pretend that it is something that it isn't. Just embrace what it is. Like, don't try and tell us that that Shane is legitimately beating people up. Don't try and bring back Brawl for all. That's not what we want. We just want it to look like a machine. You know, we want they didn't have to change a thing when they transitioned from NXT to, to Raw and SmackDown. Like, they didn't have to get rid of the other two, you know, horsemen. But they, but they did straight away. They, they, they did that thing where they will make someone look strong, but then they can't figure out, or they just don't want to figure out how to have them lose but keep them looking strong, and and it just like this whole thing with Nia Jax has just been his partnership has been woeful. Like I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. And again, you know, if if AEW want to you know want to try and make a wrestling match look like a legit UFC fight, that's fine. I'll probably enjoy it. But you don't need to. Like, I know, I know I'm know i still watching a predetermined match. Like, <laughs> as, lo- as long as it's entertaining, great. But don't pile it on like you're you know, it's official. Just, just give me a good match. That's all I want. Yeah. Give me good storytelling. Give me a good match. I'm happy. Um, Alexa's doing everything she can. And, and to be fair, she's doing a good job with the crap that the feeding her. Um because again, kinda like what they ended up doing with the fiend, it could be better. But yeah. she she does creepy really well, you know, I'm I'm enjoying it. Um I just she's she's not getting much from Shayna because Shayna's not she's not an actress. She's a fighter. Right. She's a right. she's an athlete. So, you know, anyway.
1: Yeah. I uh I'm gonna say Alexa, but you know, I could easily see uh I could easily see, I could see Shana winning, you know, much like uh you know, like we got the rumble where uh, we thought Alexa was gonna uh, hulk up into her her fiendishness, but then got yeah. dumped out um by Rhea. Um I can see sort of a you know Shayna getting the the the, the quick win. Perhaps mm-hmm. and then and then Alexa and then them continuing the story like it pisses Alexa off more and it and it progresses the story, you know like Bray Wyatt he lost at WrestleMania you would assume that that loss was to progress the story and not necessarily give the uh, the the fans the satisfying and and more and, and the win that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. But I do I do think uh, we're gonna get some paranormal uh, shenanigans and interference here and, uh, and and Alexa Alexa win I think.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd love to see a Lily, you know, Alexa as Lily as you know the Lily to her fiend, the fiend to her Lily. However, it is mm. whatever the terminology is. Um, yeah, I'd I I'd, you know I'm I'd, I I'd all be all up for that, but uh hmm yeah, we will see.
1: Right, what uh, do you have a timer? Just um,
0: I didn't set one. Tw- Twenty eight <laughs> minutes.
1: Oh, we are yeah.
0: halfway through, and I think we've done three matches great, so so um, see um, next, it? it's me next um, who've we got let's go let's keep it with raw let's go over the raw women's championship, shall we um again another another frustrating one for me um it and this kind of culminates in everything that I've kind of talked about about the other two women's matches um so far in that is the women's division kind of getting buried at the moment and it really feels like it is you know there's all this talk going around about having a having another women's um only pay-per-view charlotte flair came out and said i want to be on a show with the men i don't want to be special and have our own thing like i just want to be competing with the guys like which is you know well, it's easy for her but to say? Fair point, very right. well made for the person that gets handed every opportunity under the sun. Uh, mm. <laughs> but um, yeah. I just the, the, they they've got to do better with with the the storytelling in the women's division because it's just I mean I've already pointed out you know Bailey is is done great things and Bianca deserves better. Alexa's doing solid solid things with with, with what she's got and she's very entertaining. Shayna deserves better charlotte is just charlotte in around the place and rhea deserves so much better she's capable of so much better i don't know where it's coming from but it just seems like again they don't really know what to do with her they don't know who she should be is she a mm-hmm. face is she a heel all i can really say is if you added any other woman to this match from the entire roster I'd want them to win because I don't I don't care if Rhea wins. I don't care if Charlotte wins. I don't like either of them at the minute. At the minute neither of them are likable, so fuck them because I don't You're enjoying Monday Night Raw, aren't you? It is diabolical. I mean, the fact that the only good thing on Raw at the minute, well, there's two things. So, I mean, the, the tag team division really is the best thing, but you've got the tag division and you've got – um. Okay, bro. And none yeah. of them are on this show, and I can't believe it. But well, anyway, <laughs> I just, like, again, a women's title match where they've had to bring in somebody else just to try and tell a story. They've brought in Nikki Cross, oh. and I'm desperate for her to get added to this match so she can win the belt. Because, A, she, deserved, Nikki Cross. she deserves it. But, again, again what, what what's Vince got against Scottish women? Because they again just making her look like an idiot like shock shocker wins but she's a vet like (laughs) she's she's quality but yeah i just both of them and i get it with charlotte to an extent because she's she's playing the character of you know she is the opportunity she's the swelled ego she is the entitled Entitled veteran, basically, yeah. in, in this, I don't understand what they're doing with Ripley. Like, I, I don't get her character. Um, she's she's coming across as like just really green as, as a champ, you know, making stupid mistakes, zero control. Yeah, it's, it's super it's, it, it, childish. I just, um, and yeah, it, it's a shame because I loved her so much in NXT UK in NXT it's not the same character but it's it's mm. but again it's that weird halfway point of they kind of want to keep her kind of like she was but they want to do something else with her but she's in this no man's land um no woman's land mm. uh, cuz equality um but yeah it's I'm I'm really not bothered about this whatsoever if anything the thing that the thing that I'm most invested about in this match is that um I have Ray Ripley on the Fantasy Faction, so technically I should want the win here because it will be four big points. Yeah. Um, but do you know what? I think I'd rather see Simon get some points on the board for the Children of the Milkmen um, with, with Charlotte because I just, I just want some drama
1: from it, and that's going to give it to me. I've had enough yeah. all so far. I've I've gone for Charlotte too. I, uh, I, the the whole thing with Rhea Rhea is, um, it's the, uh, Vince McMahon's toy box and, and bringing Rhea Ripley in with some excitement from NXT. Obviously, she's got a great look. Yeah, she came in with a lot of hype. And I just, I, yeah, I feel like that's why they, they thrust her into this, this women's title scene. But, uh, it, it, it's, it's not work. It's not panned out because Rhea Ripley would have been a lot better chasing, uh, chasing the belt before she ultimately got uh got her big win. I think she's she's been she's been cursed with the fact that, that that she's champion and we're not. Uh you know, based on their presentation of her um I'm confused as to whether I uh whether I should be cheering or booing her. Um I in terms of this match, I, I much prefer Charlotte. I mean we can the 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 character of like I said the the inflated ego the um you know that I'm the best in the business like I love that from a heel and um, and as long as you have those uh those you know ultimate shit talking heels then you then you're gonna get a bigger payoff at the end of the day when they eventually lose saying that yep. though uh, Charlotte Flair uh, I think I, I I wonder I I think they might be bored of Rhea. Uh, as champ already, I think they might be. I think this might be time for them to say it's not quite worked out. So maybe let's let's go back to the drawing board and have Rhea uh, Rhea chase a bit. So uh, so I think yeah, I think they're going to go for a bit of a reset here. Put it on Old Faithful, Charlotte Flair, uh, and then we'll go into SummerSlam. Um, hopefully, with a with a little bit of a step up in in their programs. Yeah, okay. Charlotte Flair for me. Charlotte will pose oh yeah rule number two of cpr
0: yeah tenants charlotte yep. must pose why do things happen reasons charlotte must pose and always back the big dog uh, <laughs> 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 um, the 10 commandments
1: uh next match uh it's gotta be cesaro rollins isn't it it has indeed um, it has indeed do you know what? I'm looking at this. I feel like it's been a very negative recording today, and that might be because of the, the word hell in the title. I feel like maybe some some demons are taking over my brain and my, my mental health, and I'm just shitting all <laughs> over it. But well, I'm looking at this card here, right? You look at this. It's a six-match six, uh, six match card. Every match, if this was on NXT, you would say, yeah, the, this, this card is stacked with names. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the most stacked... Um, I guess match in terms of in terms of quality and and what you want to see the people you want to see Cesaro and Rollins this is my most uh, anticipated match this is one I'm looking forward to far beyond any other on the card. Um, so what's been happening uh, again? It's another feud that's that's gone on uh, since pre-WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't feel as stale to me as the Owens Zayn feud because. Uh, both of these guys we know are absolutely uh, elite in ring athletes, and could work a match every week, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've they've been feuding since before WrestleMania. Obviously, Rollins came back after a while and um, and had this uh, this this complex about him, and and Cesaro um, didn't like that. So they've they've carried this feud on. Cesaro did take a break to to get into the Universal Title picture. Yep. And showcase him as the main event guy that we've known he is for years. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, uh, now we're back to to Rollins and Cesaro to sort of finish it off a little bit. Um, Rollins's character work is brilliant. This this cunning, this like it's almost Jokeresque, arranged. Yeah. Um, just totally lives in his own world. It's brilliant. Um. And I'm really curious to see where it goes. Um, I one thing I do like about it is the the brief interactions you've seen with Roman and Rollins is um, they've they've obviously they're two big big egos on that show, but without saying it, they've it seems like the, there's an unspoken respect for their past there, so they're kind of willing to operate within the same world on the same show while keeping out of each other's business for the most part you know yeah. it seems like they're agreeing not to go after each other and there doesn't seem to be any interest there from either of them to go after one another yeah. so um but yeah we had a, a thing last night on smackdown where uh, we had a sit-down interview with uh with cesaro and kayla and rollins interrupted um just a little bit more more banter from from those two it wasn't too much to get excited over but very funny, very funny moment when he pushed Rollins off the chair.
0: <laughs> so slowly, so slowly, and just the thing is, you can tell yeah. they're having fun. So it makes it just makes it compelling. It makes it
1: entertaining. I was looking out for um for uh for smirks yeah. from either one of them because yeah. you know like they're they're on they're on Woods up 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 down down channel. You know they're great friends. You know they play video games every week together. Yeah, so I was like you You have this big uh smile on Rollins's face, and if I'm Cesaro like I'm cracking up there like yeah it's gonna be gonna be a very very good stellar match. I hope this gets the most time uh mm-hmm. on the card, and uh hopefully as well it, it's a blow off uh it's it's as much as I would love to see these guys in matches more it's um it's it's time now, perhaps it will extend to money in the bank um but Uh, But yeah, let's get Cesaro the win and let's get him uh, on track again to build back up to to the universal title picture. I think it would be an injustice if we don't see Cesaro capture at least the Intercontinental title at some point this year, if he moves over to Raw, the US title. Um, But a singles championship reign has got to be coming soon uh, for old Antonio there. Mm -hmm. Um, Rollins doesn't need the win. We know he's a ready main event level guy. Uh, it won't hurt him at all. Uh, in fact, he he's he's one of those those few guys, especially when he's a heel who who looks better in defeat. So um, Cesaro for the win. Good shout! Good shout! I disagree.
0: I'm going Rollins for the win. Excellent. Um, just so we don't end up drawing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I think I I totally agree with everything you said. I don't know if this will be it. I again kind of like with the with Owens and Zane i can see them stretching it a little longer um and trying to trying to get some of these rivalries in front of a crowd and i can see i can see rollins getting a bit of a shit win and they're just still being enough left under there so even if they do go off in slightly different directions for a little bit they'll end up coming back and and there's still plenty of ammunition there in in the tank for him Um, especially you know money we don't know who's going to be in the money in the bank match yet but if you end up with three from each brand surely one if not two of these guys are going to be in it as well so yeah I think I think we go Rollins for the win here and it continues and again the blow-off could well be at SummerSlam so you went Cesaro I've gone Rollins and that leaves us with the main event and we've got 15 minutes to go. So plenty of time to stretch this out. Only kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hell in a Cell match. Bobby Lashley with MVP versus Drew McIntyre. Last chance Hell in a Cell match. If Drew McIntyre loses, he can't challenge Bobby for the title again. Uh, Russell, I backlash gave us a phenomenal triple threat. With these two and brawn as i've already mentioned earlier on and um, which was obviously a follow-up to bobby drew at mania which was a site sol- it was an okay match it was a solid opener uh f- for the weekend there's clearly a lot of investment in big guy matches at the minute um especially you know when it comes to raw which to be fair they've all been pretty decent so far um I've not been as invested in the build-up for this one just because, in my head, I'm like, do I want to see Bobby and Drew again? Although, you know, we've not been disappointed when it's come to the pay-per-view matches that they've had. So, you know, who who knows, I guess. Um, It did feel like they started to weave in Kofi just to, just to you know, draw you in, get those viewerships up. Because um, yeah. I know... I know this skyrocketed when um it was Kofi versus Bobby and uh and when you had Drew versus Kofi as well for the number one contendership. I'm I'm quite liking Bobby as the, you know, just proper Playboy champ, um with his his <laughs> his green room full of ladies not of the night. Um <laughs> just just ladies. Um, and and I'm I'm liking what they're doing with him at the moment. Uh, again, you know he's he's they've handled him being they've gone from him being the almighty and this kind of just solid fighting champ to just you know he's a little bit wiser, he's a little more business savvy. You know mm-hmm. he's more heelish. Um, MVP's still trying to kind of work things backstage. He's clearly trying to get in the head of Kofi. Um is there a Kofi turn coming down the line? Is he gonna try and draw him in? Who knows? Um I'm okay with this as long as this is the final match with these two. Yeah. The problem that Raw has is that who else who else do you throw in? Who else is there to you know, to challenge Bobby after you got rid of the biggest man um on the show? So yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll be chaos. I'm no doubt that one of the walls is going to get knocked down. That someone's going through the the side of the cage. It's going to be chaos. Um, for me, it's got a Bobby retained written all over it.
1: Yeah, same. I've got Bobby to Bobby to win. In terms of, I'm just looking at over the raw roster here. In terms of who would go next uh so we've got one more pay-per-view before Summerslam, slam and uh much like uh the becky becky lynch i believe uh uh, uh brock lesnar got moved to the active superstar page again so with crowds coming back i think uh i would i would love to get uh a brock lesnar and a bobby lashley on raw which which would be great because it keeps him away from the Paul Heyman Roman thing for now, mm-hmm. uh, and and it means you don't have to address it just yet. In terms of the next pay per view, um, I would like to see them them uh, go back a little bit and get Kofi Kofi in there for one match. He's not necessarily gonna gonna win, but but Kofi back in the title picture, especially in front of a live crowd at the next Money in the Bank. Uh, you know, you could get a good a good six weeks out of that. Uh M V P has been has been chatting uh chatting the breeze with, with Kofi backstage, so there's the seeds being planted there. Um yeah, that that's the direction I think we'll uh we'll go in if um you know if Keith Lee continues to be off T V. And also that would leave room for Xavier Woods to uh to focus on, on his, his uh his search for King of the Ring if that does happen. because um, right now the uh you know RK Bro versus New Day they do need a blow off but uh, yeah let's get let's get Kofi back in back in the title picture for a minute yeah um but yeah going with uh going with Bobby Lashley uh, I don't think the uh we're going to get another big Drew moment without the the crowds they're not uh no, it wouldn't be good to do that again when when Drew McIntyre does eventually win the title again uh, I think it will be uh after a good after a good bit of build-up, um, perhaps in a, uh, man, if that happened in, uh, like, the UK, if it came over for a show, I don't know if it, it would. That would, be, uh, that would be stellar. Absolutely. Um, the rumoured Capital
0: Carnage London date towards the end of the year. Oh, really? Is that a rumour going around? Yeah, I think there was a rumour that they were going to do a something like a 20-city world tour. Um, starting off at Wembley, with oh, um, aces. Yes, I think the name that was circulating was Capital Carnage, but obviously nothing, nothing is planned or booked yet as yet.
1: Oh, Drew getting a big win in England, in the, in Britain. Well, because he is Brit, he is British. Obviously, he's British. He when is, we want him to be. He is from
0: it's, Britain. <laughs> it's a thing with the Scots. <laughs> <When> we want him <laughs> to be. They're from Britain. As soon as they lose, they're Scottish again. (laughs) Stick them north of the wall. (laughs) Oh, right, we got through the card. We did. Ten minutes to spare, I suppose. Well, actually, we've got one more, one more
1: prediction to make. Twenty-four-seven champ. Who do you think? Um, it's got to be truth in it. Um, yeah. Until the, till the live crowds are back, and we can get that good. You know, entertaining spot in the middle of the show where the twenty-four-seven people run out. Then um, I think it's safe to say truth's gonna. You're going truth, baby.
0: Well, um, I'm going to say Tazawa because he's currently the champ.
1: Oh shit, is he? Yeah, much I don't watch of Raw. Oh my god. So. um, Oh my god. There we go. I'll take that one. Well, he could get his baby
0: back. He could. He could get his baby back. Um, But yeah, it's it's all gone very quiet on that since. Although I've got to say, Tazawa, did you did you see when Tazawa won it last time when he did no, the sp- he did, he did the spider walk down the stairs behind Truth? Okay, <laughs> it was incredible. It is hilarious. It is absolutely phenomenal. It's so good, so good. But yeah, there we go. All the predictions are in
1: the bag. Excellent, right? I've got a very very quick quiz for you. Oh yes, off. Right. It's a hell of a quiz. It's a
0: hell of a quiz. Get okay. it? It, it?
1: Oh, because Hell in a the... Cell. Get I, it? Because yeah, Hell in a Cell, yeah. you
0: see? Oh, That's clever. It's all planned. It's all planned.
1: It's all predetermined anyway. Um. Okay. Question one. After last night's SmackDown, Roman Reigns is now unbeaten in how many Hell in a Cell matches? Three, four, or five? Okay. So this next question for the answers I'm going to give you four superstars, four wrestlers. The correct answer is two of those wrestlers. So you have to get the right combination. Right, okay. Okay. So who who did The Undertaker and Stone Cold defeat in the second ever Hell in a Cell match which was on the 1998 episode of Raw? Okay. Shawn Michaels, Mankind, Dude Love, Kane. so Austin and Taker defeated two of those guys in okay. a Tag Team Hell in the Cell match. okay alright answered in what year did WWE introduce the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view 2009 Ooh. 2012 2015 Might have actually this one last year. How many times has Undertaker competed in Hell in the Cell? Is it 10, 12, or 14? Okay. okay. Last one. How many total Hell in the Cell matches have happened at WrestleMania? Is it 1, 2, or 3? All right, all right. Shoot five. So the first one was after last night's SmackDown. How many Hell in a Cell matches is Roman Reigns unbeaten in? I've gone for four. <gasps> it's five. Oh, I was gonna say five. So he's oh, won. F- he's won five. four. He's won four. He's won, won the- four the other one was a no contest it was when uh, he was against stroman and then there was that whole brock lesnar came in ripped the door off and just declared it a, a no contest i believe it was a roman and, and stroman match so the second ever hell in a cell match austin and undertaker defeated which two superstars i'm gonna say dude
0: loving kane
1: again you're just oh that close it was mankind and kane oh, oh
0: man for some reason i just thought i had this picture of dude love against austin in a tag match
1: yeah there was that time oh. where there was lots of those those weird happenings like austin austin's won the tag titles with taker michaels and dude love and it was all like yeah, he around won it that with time. dude love didn't he Ah, goddamn! Like, a little chaotic time that. Oh, um man. Question three. Was this the Undertaker one or was this the The Year. The year, sorry. Uh right, which year did WWE introduce the Hell in the Cell Pay Per View?
0: Two thousand oh, I think this
1: is wrong as well. And twelve. Oh, it's two thousand nine. Oh, you're such oh. a swat. A hell of a performance
0: oh man this is going terribly. hopefully this is because when i've done well in the quiz i've done poorly with the predictions hopefully i'm happy to lose the quiz
1: if the predictions come out well that's what <laughs> i'm thinking <laughs> uh, let's see if you can finish strong let's see if you can finish strong how many times has undertaker competed in a cell match come on what tw- 12 oh, no it's 14 oh you a-hole 14. You suck. You are Angel Garzare this right now, and what I mean by uh, that, is you're an absolute twat of yourself. Oh. high five to that. <laughs> uh. What? What?
0: <laughs> What's that? I'll question number five. Me, I please. said question please, number five. Triggered off
1: Piper Niven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: let's not mention that. Let's not mention Scotland this weekend for various <laughs> no. reasons.
1: No. Oh my god. Uh. uh shit what was the last question oh yes how many total hell in the cell matches have appeared on wrestlemania i
0: could only remember two but i feel like there's been three so i put three
1: it is three yeah.
0: yes <laughs> i'm not a loser mom i'm not a loser <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we had wrestlemania 15 Taker versus boss man we had uh 28 which was taker versus triple h with michaels yep. as the ref and then wrestlemania 32 which take i was a sh- at that one because i've been to wrestlemanias yeah take a shame um yeah hell in a cell matches to watch live are very difficult i will say though the one at wrestlemania 32 where i was further away was easier to see because we didn't have well a we didn't have the fiend like the fiend's red lights the but sexy, also, sexy light bulbs. Yeah, but like the 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 cells now, where they're, they're nice and big and bright and red, that that's all you see. Like it overtakes the visual. Whereas at at Mania thirty two with with uh, with Taker and Shane, that was uh, like that. Well, how you'd imagine Hell in a Cell really those that, that kind of silver wiring and and it sort of the metal's thinner too, so you can you can see through it. Yeah, which. Um, so maybe, you know, maybe that's why they're they're putting this cell pay per view on uh, on early before they get live crowds in. So it's you know it's going to be a lot easier to see on television.
0: Oh, we did it! We did it! Holy we God. got there! We got there in the end. It was a bit ranty at the start. Apologise for that. We got we got a bit annoyed at certain things. Um, but we just we just want wrestling to be good. Yeah. We want to enjoy it. Um, and we are getting ever closer to the return of live crowds by the time we're doing the next one we're going to be talking about crowds and that yes How yes exciting is that
1: yeah that's going to be exciting we've, we've lots to, yeah lots to talk about very excited to get live crowds back i'm i'm very excited to go to shows myself um my local um Petaluma Pro Wrestling company looks like they might be getting some shows back uh again um yeah, last time I went to their shows, it was like hundred people there. It was a really entertaining. Very excited to get back. So next week we're going to try and bring you a quick recap show related to Hell in the Cell, where we'll uh, we'll pick apart uh, the happenings of the pay per view. Yes, indeed. So I'll be looking at uh, getting some recognition from Ant, obviously, because I'll be three 0 up at that point. Not gonna happen. Uh, he will acknowledge me. He will acknowledge me, Denver. At the end of the month, uh, we'll try and get you. Uh, I say try. We will. At the end of the month, we're going to get you uh, episode three of Fantasy Faction, so we'll update you on uh, all the points and trades and what's been happening there. Hopefully, by that point, we'll uh, we'll know who's going to be money in the bank, so we can have a bit of banter there. Going into July, we're going to bring you part two of our Mark Madness Greatest Money in the Bank Winners Tournament. Hopefully, we'll get Jonathan Wes and Marley back for that one, and we'll go through the final eight. Thank you for listening, everyone. We can't let you go without giving uh, giving you a little cheap plug. So we are on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Pretty soon, we're going to be on uh, YouTube in some form or fashion. I'm going to try and get at least the first 10 episodes um, uploaded on there. There's not going to be any video. It's just going to be audio. But, uh, you know, we want to get our presence out there. So we're going to get on YouTube. Maybe monetize it a little bit. Get paid, eh? Oh, that reminds me. We'd like to reach out to Duracell. We would really love a sponsorship there because we want to send some batteries to our dear Wes, who um still <laughs> refuses to get his smoke alarm or maybe we'll keep it maybe that's part of his charm you know um, hopefully we're not losing too many listeners over that one i don't think we are because right now we're sitting comfortably at around uh about 3200 all-time unique downloads uh which i think is good if, um, if, if anything
0: hopefully we've saved some lives because people have been reminded to change the batteries in their smoke alarms there you go because you go. they're responsible adults
1: There you go. Putting a positive spin on it. I like it. Yes, indeed. Um, So, um, yeah, please give us a a cheeky five-star rating. Uh, We set a lofty goal of getting uh, 10,000 downloads by SummerSlam. I think that would be really good. So, Denver, we're looking at you to get us over that line there. Thank you. If you're a listener to this, uh, yeah, please engage us. Give us some feedback. Give us some ideas. We're on the Twitter and the Instagram at the underscore cheap underscore pop. Where's our dear Wes? Wes? So we, if you've listened to to this before, know that he's a he he's a writer. He came out with a, a book called Coffee and Condolences that came out last year, and in July, uh, the follow up to that, Headphones and Heartaches, is going to come out, and that'll be available uh, on Amazon and other other outlets. Keep an eye out for that. He you can find him on Instagram at Wes Writes for Fun.
0: Yes, indeed, just the exact same for me. To be honest, just read Wes's book because.
1: It's great. I've not read it yet,
0: but I will and then I will confirm my opinions, which are that it's just fantastic.
1: Um, because mm. he's a great guy and he's a great writer. So you should yeah. just read it. And speaking of great guys too, um Marley, if you like the logos that you we have on our um on our posters, on our promotions, then those are done by Marley. So you can find him on Instagram at Xandra Marley. So uh, if you need some logos making up, he's pretty reliable. He's pretty solid. So please, please get this man some work. Um, and, and if you wanna, if you wanna listen to a podcast where you can listen
0: to a man, a grown man, eat down a microphone, um, tune in to the next CPR podcast where Luke will just, you know, whatever, 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 whatever food produce out. you want this man to eat, he will eat it for money for you because that's just the
1: kind of guy he is. What an amateur! What if you a- give me enough. Give me enough Dogecoin. Yeah, I'll I'll do one of those YouTube pages where I just eat into the camera and I'll stare at you. (laughs) Shocking. Absolutely (laughs) shocking. What am I working with here? Good Lord. (laughs) I'll eat my way to To the moon.
0: (laughs) To the moon. Um, Why are you still listening? Surely you've got homes to go to. Just go. Do something. Cleanse yourself of this audio diarrhea. Until next time.